Welcome to yet another edition of the Dunn app. Oh, here we go. It's like episode uh, one all over again. Welcome to yet another edition of the Denalysis, your number one fantasy football podcast besides all the other ones you listen to. Uh, we made it to episode nine. Yeah. Whole, whole nine. We're going to be surprised every time we make it to a new episode. Yeah, I quite like it. It's exciting. Every time it's like a yes, it's an achievement. You never know if we're going to be back or not. Anyway, I'm your host, Dan, and to the next, to the next of me, to the it's right true. of me. It's true, I am to the I, next I was going to say to the right of me, but I'm looking at you. Who are you? I'm Natalie. Did you not introduce me? You didn't introduce anyone last week. No, I know. Renegades. It's because I didn't take any notes. I just went in and winged it. Oh. It was a bad mistake. We're a man down, essentially. We are. But who cares? Today we'll be covering uh, a few things. We'll be covering the football. The football. Uh, the football that went on. So we've got our teams, how we fared. <laughs> I want to have live reaction to Arsenal versus West Brom. Then we've got the weekend's fixtures. Any big talking points from that? Then upcoming fixtures, then the clean sheet cup, and then bye byes. I guess that's. Do you normally tell people what's happening? No, I thought I'd be extra prepared today. Oh. So. Uh, maybe people don't want to know. Maybe they like it as a surprise. Maybe they like the surprise. We'll find out, won't we? Hmm. When we finally get emails and there's everyone being like, "Why did you do it this way? It was Have wrong. we even checked the inbox? I did check it earlier. Oh, thank God. There was nothing. I can only assume Greg Jones is disappointed with the <laughs> injury. But um. Oh. Sorry, Greg. Yeah, we're sorry. I mean, he'll be back stronger than ever, I'm sure. I'll be back. Right, let's jump into our teams. Natalie, tell us about your team. Well, you see... I do. It wasn't a great week for me. Hmm. But I'll tell you what great was... What great? What great was. (laughs) Okay, Yoda. I won my first accumulator. (laughs) That's not fantasy football, It's not. That's real. Well, it kind of is fantasy football, because you guess which teams are going to be good gambling is real life anyway so i didn't really win it my granddad came around and he picked the teams for me and we won you won so at least tell us your what your winnings (laughs) we put a pound on and we got 12 pound back it's not not bad is it glorious it's profit you've got to back like play play safe you've got to pay to win what's that better safe than sorry yeah so there we go and then we'll put that back on next week in the money will just keep rolling in. Is this a long-term strat? Yeah. All right, I like it. Just a pound every week. Yeah. Just keep keep building on your winnings. Nicely done. Um, so how did your actual team fare? Not great. Um, it was looking really good <laughs> at lunchtime. I was stoked. What happened? What went um, wrong? Everything, apart from Ericsson and Ali, <laughs> everything was terrible. Um, Come on, tell us name and shame. So, Ericsson Ali did good. Lukaku did alright. Um, Pope was my one transfer last week. Masterclass. Kept a clean sheet, great guy. I'm very pleased with his efforts. Well done. A late surprise yesterday evening with Dunk in a clean sheet. Yeah. Because I felt that was a risk. That was a shocker to me. Um, but I was very pleased with his progress mm. um, in this Premier League. Not so pleased with Norton or Alderweireld or Yoshida or Carroll. Or Absolutely Moy. infuriating. Any of them. Like, well, Moy with his three points, I mean, what did I expect? Yeah, Carroll and Moy, I don't feel like you can get too mad at them. They're I'm cheap, not, man. Yeah, and it's They're like a, ga- it's a guaranteed two points. Yeah. But Norton and Alderweireld and Yoshida, like, come on. And Yoshida was a risk, though. I didn't put Yoshida in... I put Yoshida in, like, ten minutes yeah. before... 
Who are your alternatives? I had um, Bertrand in, but... I mean, it would have been the same points. Yeah, Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But the thing we both suffered with was no Jesus. Yes. Well, I... Well, technically, I didn't this suffer, is it. But we'll Neither of us really minute. suffered. Yeah. We thought we were suffering. Yeah. Until it was... I would have suffered if he came on. Yeah. Until he, we were home dry after you announced that City had made all three transfers. Oh, that, that was so good. When the third... Who was it? It was Delph, I think, came on. And I was like, yes, absolute waste man substitution. No Jesus today. So Jesus. that was a relief because I haven't looked at my vice captain... Since game week one. Yeah. I had it on Lukaku. That's solid. So, despite my current 45 points, I have nine more to roll in. Yeah. Um, so my team, I'd, you know, respectable effort. Respectable effort. My defence, absolutely appalling. You're bang on average. Um, I am bang on average, although I do have someone else to come in. Um, so basically, my back line was appalling. Um... Forster and Cedric. I was feeling good about this Man United game. I was like, this is the kind of game Southampton have got to keep them out. It wasn't bad, though. They didn't... I mean... Yeah. I, it could have been worse. I, they were they were really good. But uh, Cedric and Forster, so I got five between those two. Kiko Femenya. Um, I really thought Watford or Swansea, one of those two, would keep a clean sheet in this game. End up being 2-1, yeah. which is annoying. But uh, Femenya... Uh, two points and Norton with the one. Lascelles, who I brought in after culling him on my wildcard week three, um, brought him in for a solid one. I didn't realise he brought him back but, in. But, well, I didn't really know what transfers to make last week and I was like, I want a stronger defence. And I, I like that he keeps scoring and I like his attitude. You know, he's a cool guy. Um, but the thing with Lascelles is the foul that he committed was brilliantly cynical, so no complaints. I didn't see it. I enjoyed watching it. It was just, he just pulled a guy back. Oh, he, oh yeah. When he was going to have a chance, and I was like, well, that is the kind of minus point that I will take. <laughs> I'll take it and respect it. Yeah. Um, Mares, the continued disappointment, two points. You've messed up with Mares, I think. He was a mistake. You know what? We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Um, Ericsson. Uh, he was solid. I, I absolutely loved that he stole those two. We didn't steal two bonus points, but he uh, stole what was going to be Ali on two bonus points. Yeah. Um, with that little goal, which was nice to see. Salah scored yet again. Have you always had Salah? No, he was my straight swap for Mane when oh, Mane got sent off. Yeah. Kane, captain, solid. Mm-hmm. Told you to stick with him, didn't I? Patience yeah. is a virtue. Oh, yeah, I thought you were having a go with me about captain. No, no. Not yet. <laughs> Um, and Jesus, who yeah. I will soon have Abraham coming off the bench for. Lad. The solid yeah. eight. Did, and he got bonus points. Ten. Yes, yeah, so ten he ten. got... Ten, 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 he got ten, what? He got ten, ten. six points because he... No, no, sorry, he got five points because he got a goal and he came in at half-time. So he didn't get the full 90 minutes. Mm. So he got all three of the bonus, despite oh. being on the losing side. Six what a great goal. guy. Yeah, I love him. So Abraham finally come through. What a legend. Um, so that'll take me up to 61 mm. and while we're on me may as well talk about my transfer because it's not what you expect so I guessed it was going to be Mara's out because yes. it probably should be yeah well I looked, at, I looked at who they're playing this week Leicester and I'm like Bournemouth? that is a sick fixture <laughs> so yeah but Mara probably Mara's. still won't be sick yeah well I'm willing to give him one more chance because okay. 
the thing is with Mares, I was like, you know, he's eight point five. He's got good fixtures. I looked at their fixtures today. I was like, these are all greens. It's just a sea of green. So also, I don't have enough money to go Mares to Mane. So oh. I was kind of like, ah, okay, I'll I'll do Salah to Mane because I've potentially by the end of the week, if Salah goes up again, I would have made point one on him. Oh. And I'm like, if that happens... And Mane's back this weekend. Mane's back this week, and Mane dropped to 9.4. So, I mean, I'm technically not making any money um, because I'm upgrading. Uh, so Salah is 9.1, I believe. Oh. Oh, no, he's 9.2, but I got him at 9.1. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping that will happen, and I'm going to do a straight swap, and maybe over the coming weeks look at... Mares to, to someone like a Ramsey or a I mean even a, a Sterling something like that mm. I kind of want to see what happens with Jesus so your Salah to Mane swap was a shocker <laughs> you're not shocked no <laughs> I mean it seems pro- it's like not that that changes a shocker it's that Mares is staying that's the oh, shocker I guess oh I see okay yeah I guess it is yeah I, I guess you're not wrong because I could, my original plan was I was going to have Mares back to, to Mane. Um, but right. that's what happened. I, I had a 4.0 defender that wasn't playing. Mm. And now I'm like, no, nah, I can't go back to that. I want five yeah. five playing boys and I don't want Nember. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about you? Do you know what, what change you're going to make? I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I'm definitely going to wildcard during the internationals. Mm. So I'm thinking, inspired by Reddit, yeah. I'm thinking about just making a transfer for someone who I'm definitely not going to play next week just for a one week guy hmm. like as a punt just see what happens yeah um, but I have no idea I haven't really thought about it especially I think because this game week isn't over yet the other guy who's okay. not in the room stupid Antoine he had a pretty good week I think. oh let's not talk about his team he was moaning if he's not here to talk about his team we're not talking about you don't him. get covered nope okay so handsome 11 handsome 11 how did the handsome 11 do well it's kind of not finished yet because the Handsome Eleven has two players left to play. Yeah. I mean, Handsome Eleven not doing so well in the league, but there are a few masterstrokes in this team. There are. We've got we've got Asane with a strong sixteen points. Correct. A Maratta with a strong seventeen. Also correct. And an Ali and a Lassel who did pretty well, eight and seven respectively. It's true. Everyone else is whack. Hot boys coming through. Yeah, I mean, we just got to hope that Ramsey and Lacazette. Like really put a, put a shift in tonight. I doubt it, but get you your goals know. out for the lads. They're definitely they're both starting, so that's a positive. We made a transfer in Handsome Eleven. Let's stay on this first, I guess. Um, so yeah, we've gone for Alexander Arnold, the non-playing nerd, mm. um, out to a very handsome Bruno. Bruno, who oh, mine has an update. Killed it this week. Oh, sorry. Um. Yeah, so Bruno, I think he got eight points this week. He got the two bonus and the clean sheet. I think you're right. I was absolutely fuming about that. And when I say fuming, I mean just proud, shining light Bruno. You know, Bruno looks much better without the beard. You reckon? Yeah. I haven't seen him before without the beard. Okay. All right, so um, this weekend's fixtures. Yeah. We're going to go through all of the exciting talking points. So yeah. I guess number one, we'll kick off with the Man City Crystal Palace game. This is true. now match of the day three. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for you because I feel like you have something to say about this. I have a lot of things to say about this game. It's very eventful. Um, Dan reckoned last week 
Yeah, I did. That Crystal Palace were going to set up super defensive. Super. Um, Cecil Pear. They didn't. <laughs> and even if they did, well, it didn't. It doesn't show. <laughs> well, they did. They did. They did try to defend. The Not problem hard was enough. Man City were playing like pure FIFA football. It was insane. Like there was one thing I picked up on in this game that I thought was really cool and kind of like a little bit subtle. But the Man City players, when they passed it, they were doing this thing where every time they made a pass, it was ahead of the player. So you know, like when you're passing, right, yeah, you yeah, can go yeah. to the feet. Yeah. What they were doing is every single pass seemed to be going ahead so that a player could run onto it and mm-hmm. they weren't breaking their stride at any point. And it was almost like they were playing a video game because it was so, so zippy and so perfectly aimed. Um, and if you look at four of the goals they scored, Sane in particular kept getting the balls just slightly in front of his yeah. stride where he was able to take a touch and deliver it in like one one smooth movement. Mm-hmm. And that led to him getting two brilliant assists and uh, also getting a really good goal from his little one-two with David Silva. Yeah. But I do think, you know, Palace held out until the 44th minute and it took that magic little move from uh, David Silva and Sane. Yeah. And Sane's little flick over Dan's head. Yeah. And he was just, his control was exceptional. I love Him Sane. and David Silva both, like... Every time the ball came to them, it just stuck to their feet. And I was like, this doesn't look real. This doesn't look real how how good how good you are at football today. Yeah. But yeah, he was he was fantastic. An angel. An I mean. angel. <laughs> and so yeah, he got he got goal and two assists out yes. of Sane. Very so good performance. My question is of two Man City players who or midfielders who we mentioned last week, hmm. I'm now Sane versus Sterling. Yeah. Sane at 8.3 and Sterling at 7.8. This season, Sane's scored three goals and two assists. Is that right? It must yeah. Be. I've written it down. And Sterling's scored five goals. Which one is the better option? Yeah, with City, it's super weird, isn't it? Because you don't really know what the starting lineup's going to be. And that stands for Sane, Sterling, Aguero, and Jesus. Yeah. For me personally, like, I have Jesus and. I was, when I saw him not play, mm. I was getting like mega panicked about yeah. it because I was thinking, oh my God, what if he doesn't start next week and yeah. I've got 10.5 or whatever Just being around. wasted on a guy who's coming on for a, a 20 minute cameo when City are already smashing it yeah. and he does nothing. And obviously the less time you spend on the pitch, the less likely you are to get bonus points. Mm-hmm. But, or, well, any points, I yeah. guess. But... Yeah, they've got a wealth of options. It looks like the, the only guys that are nailed on for most games are David Silva and Kevin De Bruyne. Uh-huh. They seem like the guys who are least likely to be rotated. Yeah. Sane, I think, got in on the strength of his League Cup performance yeah. in the week. I mean, I, I kind of thought about it and I thought, actually, maybe Champions League coming up this week, mm-hmm. it seems to me more like this was rest Jesus because yeah. he played 90 minutes in the cup. Yeah have him fresh for the Champions League, which is obviously very important to a club like City. Yeah. And Sane, who played really well in the League Cup, gets a run out in the league against what arguably is an easy fixture yeah. for Man City. So these are all these are all good options. I mean I like Sterling at seven point eight. Yeah. Like that is so cheap and we haven't we haven't really seen anyone who's that cheap and that good in yeah. midfield this season yet. 
Um, the question around him is, will he start? But I actually mm. looked earlier and he started almost every game. Yeah. The only one he's missed is the one where, uh, missed entirely, is oh, the one well, where he's he banned. banned. And he came on, I think, for 20 minutes in, in like game week two or three. But every other game he's started. Yeah. So he does actually look like quite a good option. Yeah. Um, I just don't feel like you can't go wrong with Man City. Like, Otamendi's a good option because he's starting every game. Yeah. Um, Mendy, I think, providing he is back for this weekend, I think he's probably the best option in the City defence still, uh, just because there's got to be a time when he starts getting a lot of assists. Whereas Otamendi has got goal already. He's, he's a bit of a bonus magnet, actually, Otamendi. Makes a lot of tackles and stuff. What about Aguero? Yes. 11.7 now. Six goals and three assists so far this season. I'm not interested. Yeah, no, me either. And, but the reason for me, you, who is your front line again? You have Jesus, don't you? Jesus, Lukaku and some other prick. Some, some Gabby other Dini. asshole. Oh, yeah, that guy. Um, yeah, so I have uh, Jesus and Kane mm. and Abraham. Um, and Kane's so covering well, You know, I'd be an idiot if right now I was like, okay, I'm going to get rid of... Jesus for Aguero. Yeah. But I mean, I can't afford it anyway, so... He had a really good week last week. He's looking like a really... <laughs> feels weird to say he's looking like a really good player. Obviously, Aguero yeah. is one of the best players in the league. Um, but it does feel very like chasing, you know, last yeah. week to me. And, you know, maybe if you have a Lukaku, going to Aguero could be a good move because Man United's fixtures get a bit ugly in the coming weeks. Um... So it depends on the faith you have in that player. But if you don't have any City players, like, honestly, any of these look like good picks. And mm-hmm. um, even Jesus, who's... People either love him or hate him. Um, Delph. Who the hell is Delph? <laughs> Literally, who is Delph? Yes, uh, 4.5. Solid pick if you uh, were seeing the future before this weekend. A defender? He's a good little guy. No, he's a midfielder. Um, so Delph has had a lot of injury problems for City right. I don't think he's ever going to be a starting player for them so no a... one should ever get him yeah he, he doesn't he's a really good goal um, and he is a really good squad player but yeah. he's just that he'll get games but he won't play every week Okay. Um, it's going to be like De Bruyne and Fernandinho in those positions um, but yeah City absolutely insane so far I'd just like to mention how fly Pep Guards is looking this oh, season oh he's, he's cool isn't he yeah he's irresistible looking good so next we have Stoke Chelsea 4-0 Chelsea yeah um, which actually this was an interesting one because Stoke at home against the top teams usually well they beat Arsenal yeah they uh, came close against Man United they drew against Man United right? yeah um, yeah, it was two two, and they were they were close to winning that game, but Stoke nil, Chelsea four. Yeah, so Morata three goals. Uh, Aspilicueta, yeah, assist machine. I didn't think about talking about Aspilicueta, but he's now really I'm good, at man. It. He is so good, and he's just so consistent. Chelsea, I think, haven't conceded a goal in six games at, away from home or something. Oh, something ridiculous. I can't remember the exact stat. Cahill started on the bench, though. He did start on the bench. Why? I have no idea, actually. I thought that was very odd. Um, yeah, because you had Christensen in. Uh, that was, yeah, that was a bit of a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> After Alonso got his yellow card, Cahill came on. Yeah, yeah, so... Did you see the Alonso shenanigans? He should I have did, been I did, but I can't remember it. And I didn't care. 
So basically, he got he got like a little bit of a whack from one of the the state boys, uh-huh. and then every time there was like a ball to be won, he just clatter another player. Oh, mate! No, I didn't see this. Yeah. So this was. I remember seeing he'd come off in the. I was like, Alonso's on no points after the 60th minute. What's going on? Yeah. And I saw he came off in the 59th. <laughs> when I saw why he came off, I was like, probably a good decision. Yeah. Like, the guy was clearly like on the path to getting sent off, and he should have for his second challenge where he just didn't go for the ball at all. He just came through the back of a guy, and it wasn't even. It's one of those where it's like, why are you risking getting sent off yeah. for a crap challenge like this? Um, so anyone who's like thinking about knee-jerking Alonso, I'd say give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. He'd lost his head. Um, he he obviously got got roughed around, got a little elbow or something, mm. and he felt injustice. So Conte yeah. saw that and he was like, nah, hooking. Bit gutting that it couldn't have been in the 61st minute that that happened. No, but... I'm very pleased. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have it. Uh, Pedro, nice little goal, nice little finish. Yeah. I guess the... The thing, and you, you've included this here, like Stokes' defence, it's they ended up with midfielders in defence. Yes, yeah, like everyone's injured. They already had like three of their, their centre backs injured, and then during the game, they ended up having Darren Fletcher move to centre back. And I think this is more uh, sort of uh, gives you pause regarding Maratta, mm-hmm. because Maratta literally just jogged through that yeah. defence multiple times. And Morata is a very good player, but that defence was shot at the end. Yeah. And Darren Fletcher just looked like he wanted to get home. Like the <laughs> the goal when um Morata ran past him, as soon as he saw Morata shift it past him, he just stopped running. Aww. And I was like, Oh, that's that's the <laughs> the vision of a guy who's yeah. uh whose head's gone. Mm-hmm. But Morata, you know, actually looks like a really good option and at that time I was thinking Jesus to Morata. I'm going to do Jesus to Morata on my wild card. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to give it one more week. I kind of thought about it in the cold light of day and I was like, why would I get rid of Jesus now? Like, I love the guy. Yeah. I love the guy. And it was only because I wanted to facilitate Mares to Mane. Yeah. But no, I uh, thought that one through, but Chelsea with another clean sheet, solid defence. Uh, up next, West Ham Spurs. Uh, Kane with a brace. Yeah. Captain Kane, the boy. But and that's absolutely. I'm really pleased for everyone who captained. <laughs> I Keep the faith. Yeah, I'm pleased for everyone who captained any of Kane, Ali, or Erickson. Hmm. That was a good choice. Nailed it well. And I am not mad. Nailed it well. I mean, I, I guess I was only surprised that West Ham put up such a, a good fight. Yeah. And then they did the last match they played at, at West Ham. It was actually a win for West Ham. Oh, against one nil. Hudders. No, I mean, uh, the oh. last game West Ham played against Spurs, it was a one oh. win. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Um, but, yeah, Spurs were, were rampant in the first half. Uh, Serge Aurier put in a really good performance yeah, he until was he so, didn't. he was so good. Yeah. Until he just started kicking people. Yeah, and what did, do you remember his first yellow card? I, I feel like he didn't even do anything. I, I don't, but it was just, it was about three minutes before yeah. the second one. Yeah. Because he'd already been he'd done this really 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 good tackle yeah I know where he just slotted the ball away yeah and i was like oh my god better of the year (laughs) and then fairly shortly after that he got into a scuffle yeah in a tackle and the ref let him off yeah and was like and we called him over and was like don't you do that don't be a silly boy so i think he was lucky not to get a yellow card then yeah so it was only a matter of time before he got 
Yeah, that's what they said in the commentary that yeah. it was um, it was more of a totting up of offences rather yeah. than rather than this one was really bad. Yeah, I thought it was unfortunate because I don't think he actually fouled anyone in the one he got a yellow card for. But to lose your head like he did, it was worse than Alonso. Well, like he absolutely like nailed this guy from behind. Oh, and, and I was just like. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, the, the tackle that you're talking about, I know the one you mean, he, he made it from behind the player, but somehow just, like, got the distance on it to get around yeah. and hook the ball away. Um, that was incredible. But he does... I do think he has a bit of a hothead like yeah. that, and he, he maybe got a bit upset in that moment, felt a bit of injustice and, and yeah. made a foolish challenge. But he's only banned for one week. Yeah, because it was a second yellow. So. And it's a very high risk-reward with Aurier. Yeah. Because if he plays well, yeah. like that, and Spurs keep a clean sheet and he manages to stay on the pitch for 90 yeah. minutes, then that's bonus point magnet yeah. central. Yeah, and I think he will be a very good player for them. Aurier, if he can nail down the place. I guess that's the biggest question, like Pochettino likes to rotate as a fullback, so yeah. maybe Trippier plays over Aurier in some weeks, and that's why I'd probably be inclined to go, as much as I love Aurier and I think he'll get goals, I think he'll get assists. Yeah. I'd probably go to Davinson Sanchez. Just as like an interesting differential because I don't think I think anyone who has Spurs defenders they have Davis or they have uh, all the Virods. Yeah. So on on those weeks that Davinson does get a goal maybe, he could be a good choice. But yeah, I mean shout out to Kane, he's mm. proving his worth. Most shots so far this season. Yeah, yeah, this is a start. Thirty nine shots. And quite a lot of shots. I did want to talk about this super quickly, like a lot of people on the, the Reddit thread, uh, the Reddit thread, the subreddit, uh, they seem to be doubting Kane and being like, having that many shots and not having the goals, doesn't that mean you're a bad striker? No. But I think I, I've been watching Kane quite closely because of this, and I don't think it's necessarily that he's... Because Lukaku, for instance, he's getting very good chances, like yeah. big chances in every game. And But Kane, like, the thing with him is he's getting really, really difficult chances, and... An example is the one that Ali crossed into him yesterday. Yeah. Like, he had to leap like a salmon to get there. It was, <laughs> it was so weird. And I was like, that is, like, how good a finisher that yeah. guy is. He, when he has a really hard chance, he gets it on target. Yeah. And a lot of the shots in the, the previous game against Swansea, like, he wasn't getting clear-cut opportunities. He mm. was shooting from 35 yards and almost getting it on target when another average player wouldn't have been able to get a shot away. Yeah. So that's kind of... Where, the way I see Kane is... He's not getting as good chances as the others because Spurs aren't really at their best yet. And he's putting away chances that, or getting shots on target that he shouldn't be able to unless right. he's a really good player. Ali, two assists. I think he had a poor game in the second yeah, half. he looked terrible in the second half. Yeah, but they absolutely, he absolutely took advantage in the first half of, uh, of West Ham being dispossessed in, in dangerous areas. Hernandez got a goal and then uh, a yeah. yellow card. Silly Billy. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, I think West Ham, like, they really came into it and they showed that they're an a- actually quite a good team when they, uh, when they feel like it. Uh, so, Leicester-Liverpool is a 2-3 in favour of the Liverpools. Yeah. Sturridge looked amazing when he came off the bench. Absolutely know. loved him. I mean, he's not really a good option for fantasy just because... Because all he's doing is coming off the bench. He comes off the bench, but he, as a football fan, I was like, oh my God, this guy is good. Yeah. Um... So Salah keeps up his goal-scoring run, scores yeah. again. And the amazing thing about Salah, so speaking of people with big, big chances, do you see the chance where, mm. I think it was Firmino had a shot, 
keeper spilled it right to Salah's feet, like right in front of goal, keeper on the floor, just hooks it like a mile wide. It was amazing. Like no, he was on the penalty spot basically. Oh. <laughs> and that was really early in the game. Then he gets this uh, cross from Coutinho, pretty, you know, not the most impossible header, but for, for a small, like, guy who isn't known for his finishing with his head, yeah. gets this really good finish with his head. And I'm like, why couldn't you score the, the easy chance? Yeah. The thing about him as well is it was on his left foot, which is his strong foot. Like, the guy is very, very left-footed. He will never use his right foot if he, if he can get away with it. Uh, Coutinho. I'm quite concerned about Coutinho. And I think I want to get him in. Yeah, so he's the cheapest of, of the Coutinho, Mane and Salah triumvirate. Triad? Triad. <laughs> um, yeah, 8.9. Oh, has he gone up? Yeah, he went up today, didn't he? Yeah. He was 8.8. Um, he's got the most Premier League goals from outside the box. That was... Which is nice for him, isn't it? The man it? loves a shot. And if he's back on set pieces, like... Yeah, I don't think they have anyone better than him. I, I think I've seen, like, Henderson score, like, one or two before, but Coutinho is without a doubt their best long shot taker. Yeah. So I think I want to get him in. Yeah. See, the only thing about Coutinho for me is I've historically had to get rid of him uh, every time I've brought him in. He starts playing really well, yeah. I get him in, and then it's 1.1.2.2. Yeah. Usually I get him in quite, like last season yeah. I had him in two or three times and I got him in quite early yeah. each of the times, yeah. especially when he came back towards the end from injury. I got him back straight away. Yeah. Or like, as soon as he was playing 90 minutes, I got him straight in. And yeah. then I had to wait a couple of weeks for him to get into the swing of things. But when I did, it paid off. Yeah, Liverpool are a weird one. And I think this is why I'm going Mane. It's mm. just because, like, you can never predict what how they're going to play in yeah. a fixture. Like, they're really good in the, the big uh, the big games when they're not getting players sent off. Quick shout-out for, for Vardy, even though he's terrible at penalties. Vardy's never had a good penalty-taking technique. He just runs up and smashes it. Yeah. Like, but if all of them have been in down the middle. Well, that was Vardy being a freaking idiot, isn't it? Like, if the same thing happened to Lukaku. Yeah. Like, if you keep putting it in the but same place. But I didn't place, get Lukaku for penalties, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I got Lukaku because I think he's going to score goals anyway. Yeah. I'm getting Vardy because, because he's slightly cheaper yeah. and because Leicester have had a penalty in at least half of these games yeah. that they've played. That's yeah. why I'm getting him in. I genuinely don't know who that penalty taker will be if it's not Vardy because Mares got taken off last year because he kept missing them. But on a related note, hmm. Mignolet, who saved said penalty, yeah. has saved five in his last eight Yeah, so literally penalty. if, you, if you're getting Mignolet, you're not getting him for clean no, sheets, you're, you're hoping you're he hoping concedes he a penalty. Save, exactly. <laughs> you're hoping for penalties. Uh, Mares, man. I just wanted to say quickly that he was absolutely terrible in this game. And he got subbed off. The ball just bounced to him, like, yards out. And he just, like an absolute amateur, just swung a leg at it. And it went up so high. And I was like, what? What has just happened? It really upset me. And then he came off at, like, 60 minutes because he'd been terrible. And I'm I'm giving him that one more week because Bournemouth. But he is not looking like a promising child. Well, even like a, a shadow of the player he was a few seasons ago. Um, Southampton United, about as predictable as a, a Mourinho game gets. 1-0 to Man United. And Southampton dominated this game. Like, they were they were really good. So this I, wasn't a particularly good match to watch. I was very confused about what actually happened in this yeah. match. Because it didn't seem like anything past Lukaku's goal. Anything yeah. had happened. I can't 
can't remember who it was. I think it was Ashley Young, actually, put a cross in. Lukaku headed it, good save from Forster. Oh, and then just got then, it in the Then, because rebound. obviously Forster had just dived, it was an easy rebound. Yeah. But, and so that was kind of bad luck, in a way. Mm. It was a good cross from, from Young. But Lukaku keeps up his, his scoring run, 6-6. Six six. Yeah, he's, he's looking just really consistent. Yeah. And I guess over the course of the season, it's he's kind of justifying his price by just being a good option every week. Yeah. Like, not necessarily being a good captain option every week. No. Southampton, I thought, uh, the problem with them is their finishing and their mm. chance creation. But defensively, they still look really sound and I think we're unlucky to come away with a loss from this one. Uh, Phil Jones, 5.2. Terrifying looking man. Yep. But five clean sheets and picked up three bonus points this week. Yeah. Yeah, so he's... Obviously, for a route into the United defence, he's the cheapest and he's playing really well. Um, the only thing for United is next week they have Palace, so you'd say that's a guarantee. Well, maybe I'll get him in for a one-week pun. Yeah. Maybe he's my maybe he's the one. one-week man. Maybe he's the one. After that, they have Liverpool, Huddersfield, Tottenham, Chelsea. So that's not a run of fixtures no. that I like. No, not at all. Even maybe for Jones, the Huddersfield one, because Huddersfield are struggling to score. Mm. But... They look really solid defensively. One of the top defensive teams in the league at the moment. Um, My favourite thing about that game, though, the uh, Southampton yeah. United, Mourinho getting sent off. Oh, yeah, right at the end of the game. So good. Right at the end of the game. What was it for? What he he stepped do? over the line. He stepped onto the pitch. A little bit harsh. A little bit harsh. He is a terrible guy, but it's not the worst thing Mourinho has done. I was pretty stoked. <laughs> It is good to see though. Yeah, good to see it. him just Absolutely get screwed over. That and Forster going up for yeah. the, the old corner. Yeah. Oh, I love it when yeah. goalkeepers aren't in their goal. Like when they're so not in their goal, they're like the other end of the pitch. I <laughs> and love then see them sprint back as soon as it's come in and yeah. be knocked out. Yeah. Mkhitaryan didn't perform this week, but I think you'll. I mean, he's been doing the most for the last five weeks. So I mean, you'll probably see more of that in these sorts of games. I think Lukaku is the one reliable player mm. that you know he's going to be like if you want a United attacker you know he's going to be the main source 90% of the time yeah. especially in these games Swansea Watford I had this one down as a nil-nil to be honest and Watford won 2-1 I mean whatever bit of a I mean, I didn't actually see the highlights for this because I fell asleep oh, I did they weren't very interesting yeah how like, did Abraham play? I don't know I mean, he came off the bench. I was just so that him and Bonnie played up front together. Yeah. Because last weekend, I was told that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Well, it did. Tammy didn't start, though. No, but they played together. They... Bonnie South, got the assist, didn't he? A South Wales by West African dream team. <laughs> that is what... Absolutely fantastic. Bonnie and Abraham are... Come on, Wilfred Bunny, score some goals for Swansea. Or just assist some goals for Abraham. Assist some goals for Abraham, yeah. Or for Tammy. Assi- Come on, Wilfred Bunny, assist <laughs> some, some goals, goals for Tammy. Tammy. There oh. we go. Wow, so there we are. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> Tammy, Tammy coming off the bench, getting a nice little goal, mm. Golazzo. Um, he's had a price rise, 5.6 now. He has. Now. You were close to getting rid of him. Yeah, I was close to sacking this one off. I mean, I wasn't gonna because I needed. He's the best option for that, like five, mm. five point five and below striker, <laughs> other than Hemed apparently. But yeah, he got the goal. He got all the three bonus points despite being on the losing side, and 
I felt really bad for, for Swansea at the end. Like, the goal they conceded was ridiculous. Um, so it's Richarlison. He was one of those players that is in that 6.0 range that a lot of people, a lot of people have had. And he, yeah. he performed quite well in the early game weeks. But it was just, like, a weird sort of horrible attempt at tackle from Mawson. I mean, Swansea made a mistake to, to be dispossessed. And then <laughs> Richarlison took a terrible touch. Mawson just put his foot out <laughs> and like he got the ball yeah. but oh, it was such a light away. it was such a light touch oh, that he just passed there. it back to Richarlison oh. and then Richarlison was through on goal so I wouldn't say this was spectacular play from Richarlison yeah. but rather some very poor defending from, from Alfie Mawson oh. and it should have really been 1-1 yeah. um, not much to talk about from this oh. game I mean Gomez was so mad when he conceded though did you see it? No. oh you didn't see the highlights he literally was sitting on the floor like legs sprawled mm. like a child banging the floor I can imagine he was it was like, so good you don't want to concede that kind of goal at the end of a game like it's so frustrating but it was amusing to watch yeah I bet yeah yeah. Oh, so Richardson took his top off. Did you see that? Oh, uh, yeah. That's how he got a yellow card. You know what? He's yellow a really strange looking man. He looks like he has no hair on his body whatsoever. Like he's just, like he's been oh, grown yeah. in a test tube. <laughs> he does look like, a bit like that. How? Like he's a super soldier or something. I don't know, but. but yeah, tops it, off for Richardson. Tops off for Richardson. Yeah, what a guy. We've got Bloody Whirlwind up next. An absolute <laughs> storm of a roller coaster. <laughs> So, does this say anything about anything? I I think that Burnley and Huddersfield 0-0. Hmm. I genuinely believe this result is a sign of how strong these teams are defensively and not of how weak their attacking is. <laughs> Could it not be both? No. They're both bad at no, attacking and good at defending. Because I don't think they were that bad at attacking. Yeah, so how, how did it play out? Because one thing I wanted to mention on the podcast last week was... Huddersfield against Leicester absolutely dominated them. But I remember from from the highlights seeing like nine Huddersfield players around the Leicester box like mm. for the in, yeah for almost the entire match. And I was like, they've got them so pinned back that all of their players so it was eight, not nine. Yeah. Um, all of their players, Enough. with the exception of two defenders yeah. who are on like the mid the midfield line, they had them so pinned back. And I thought that was kind of amazing for. Huddersfield, you you know that Leicester play a bit counter attacking, but you'd expect Leicester to be able to not be like on on the um on the ropes so hard against Huddersfield. But I've no idea because I don't look at that kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know, but it felt like it looked quite evenly matched. Yeah. Chris Wood had a good chance with his head. Yeah. At the start of good the game. Good head chance. Yep. Correct. So it felt to me like Burnley had more chance in the first half and Huddersfield had more chance in the second half. Yeah. Did the keepers have to make many good saves? I don't believe so, no. No. So were there... But then is it... Was, I, there, was there anything you consider like a big chance or were they kind of like scrappy chances? Dan, I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> okay. That's the kind of insight you need. Yep. Look, I just didn't think I'd have this much pressure on me watching Match of the Day. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I usually would be you're like, oh, Arsenal winning. Lacazette. Lacazette, oh, Hansel yay. 11, get them points. Oh, sick boy. Oh, excellent. Proud of you. Oh, we'll analyse that in a minute, but... Will we? I don't know if we will. The biggest piece of Huddersfield news this week is that Robert Green... Who's that? 
Don't recognise him. The only goalkeeper in the Premier League worse than Joe Hart. <laughs> oh, OK, that one. <laughs> Added to the FPL system, he is available to purchase £4 million. Pounds. So I guess if you want some bench fodder, why not? But why have Huddersfield done this? I don't know. Lussell is king. Lussell so is going to be the greatest goalkeeper and they don't need anyone else. He's but... actually looking like a legit option. And... You know, before we move on to Everton and Bournemouth, I, I uh-huh. do, do you just want to like say I can't get my head around whether they're actually good at defending, Huddersfield, or they're just on a good run. Yeah, I think they're good at defending. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to watch them because I know their fixtures turn around quite a lot in the in the coming weeks. Yeah. be interesting to see how they deal with the the tougher teams of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Everton finally got a win since the last time they got a win. So Which was day one. <laughs> Nias is the reason why I looked up Robert Green to see yeah. if he'd been added to the old system. Yeah. Because word on the street is Nias was not on the FPL website to be able to pick him. Yeah. Until some point very recently in the last two days. After he scored the goals. Quite plausibly, yeah. but I'm not sure. Yeah. I didn't personally look into it, but that was what was on Twitter. Yeah, I'd assume so. I mean, uh, the thing is, this is one of those... Uh, and I haven't looked into this myself, because I didn't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> it could be one of those things where we have no way of knowing now. He might have been there, and just well, no one had looked for him. The only way you can slightly tell is that if you look on his player profile yeah. info thing, it starts at game week six. Oh, there's, right, okay. There's nothing before that. Like, okay. it's not even lists the game, which is that only happens points, when someone's just been added. Just been added, yeah. So, that was the only thing that points to that, but it doesn't, sh- it's not clear when exactly when he was added, whether yeah. it was before or after the game week deadline. So, yeah. who okay. knows? But that's pretty wild. Yeah, so Nias got, got the two goals, and King finally back in the goals. Yeah. It's been a, been a long time coming. Daniels gets uh, gets an assist. As soon as Good I saw lad. that Daniels assist, I was like, I want him. Want him in. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know why I thought that, but my brain just like my brain knee jerked. Yeah, you my just legs like, didn't need to move. My you brain just remembered how good he was. Yeah. The, the thing is, though, like Bournemouth, and I had this problem before with Bournemouth, like when he was scoring all the time, was that I couldn't justify getting in a defender who wasn't keeping clean sheets. Because you were yeah. relying on Daniels getting goals, but yeah. then he was scoring so many times, you were sort of like, oh god, like yeah. this guy's good. It's kind of what we had McCauley for last year. Yeah, but I initially, like the start of the season, the reason I had him was because I was like, what's wrong good defensively? And then just by chance, he started scoring yeah. all the time. Um, but this game, yeah, Everton managed to, to win 2 1 in the end. Rooney got little uh, Carl from The Walking Dead Eye. Literally could have got, done it better got myself. Shot in the face. <laughs> shot in the face by Francis. I uh, absolute glorious. I loved it. Glorious loved play it. from Francis. And yeah, I think he had to come off after that. Poor little runes. Yeah. But <laughs> like anyone is sad. Yeah. Poor little runes. Everton went on and won the game without him. Yeah. Didn't need him. I think that says quite a lot to be honest. And the fact that it was a player in the ass who. On arrival, Komen had actually exiled from the team out to Hull on loan because he hated him so much. It's uh, kind of funny that he's the one saving him in Everton's bad run. But uh, Brighton versus Newcastle, what a banger. Yeah. What a banger. I, I expected this to be 0-0 or 1-0 to Newcastle. You did. And it was exactly not that. And actually, 
Actually, I have something that I thought was really funny, and I thought you would appreciate too. Okay. I screenshotted it just so I didn't forget. It's the uh, the please God can Newcastle keep a clean sheet oh, today? Oh, I thread. saw this. I saw this. And this, I didn't read the thread, but I saw the post. This this was brilliant, right? So this guy, I have Elliot Lascelles and Mbemba in my starting eleven, Ooh. and I'm strongly considering sacrificing a goat to the EPL gods. <laughs> Surely Brighton won't score, right? And it goes on a bit. But then Mishka with the uh, the top comment, <laughs> and this was before the game started. Yeah. I have Mbemba and Elliot and Gross playing. Worst thing would be a Hemed goal, one nil Brighton win, oh, and then it happens. Oh, that's amazing! And it was so good. Oh, I hope you put money on that. <laughs> so at least you got something back. And all of the responses were just people being like. Who are you uh, transferring in next week so I know not to get them? Or like, oh. who are you backing to win it? And it was just so brilliant because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this guy's just making a joke. And then I realised it was before the game. Oh, that's so unfortunate. <laughs> it's just so brilliant. Um, but yeah, Hemed got the gold and I think Brighton actually looked quite a good team. Um, solid defensively. I think Newcastle had a, a few chances. Mm. Hosselu, again cannot score to save his life he must have had you know talking about Kane not having like clear cut like yeah. big chances I think Hosley has had about eight like big clear cut goal scoring opportunities in the last three games he's missed them all oh. it's oh, incredible gosh. it's incredible so and don't get him in yeah I mean if he could get on target he'd be a great player because yeah. he just seems to be in the right place all the time but yeah I, I mean it was a, a bit of a surprise for me Lasselle's got a yellow card Knockout, yellow card as yeah, well. Yeah, quite early as well. In terms of like attacking options, Richie and Axel are looking like the best prospects over a long term. Like Gross, actually, you got to give give a shout out to Gross because mm-hmm. he's he he got like the pre assist for this goal. He put the the cross in. Oh yeah, was then the is. Yeah. Um, he seems to be at the center of everything. Yeah. So if you do want like one of those cheapo guys in your midfield. That's about it for uh, this some, week's fixtures. Some points about Hemed, please. Oh, there was one thing about Hemed. So I put him down as a nice £5 million pound alternative to Tammy Abraham, if that's what you're doing up front. Yeah. Because Tammy's, Tammy's gone up to 5.6 now. Yeah, totally. However, he may get a retrospective ban after his little stamp on Yedlin. You mean there's a two-step? Yes. Oh. Gave him a little... That was pretty cool. ...little dance over uh, Yedlin on the floor. Yeah, so the, the advice, uh, the official analysis advice would be, if you've got to make that henna transfer, keep an eye on his price, but also keep an eye on, on the uh, suspension situation. Yeah. Probably try and make it towards the end of the week. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of the, the scenario in which you'd make that transfer. Surely it would only be... If you've got like a Gabby Dini and you want to free up funds, yeah, or you've got, yeah, like got two free transfers and yeah. you need to get someone's rising and you want to get them. Yeah, know. exactly. So it's it's more of a facilitator move than a, yeah. oh god, Hemed's going to score like 30 goals. Yeah. But yeah, keep an eye on that because you don't want to get him in and then see he's got a four match ban for violent conduct. Um, and a weekly shout out for uh, Chris Houghton. Chris Houghton. Chris Houghton. Chris, you know, I'm going to have to say, we know it's Houghton. Let's have a quick look at this week's fixtures coming up, and then we'll do the clean sheet cut. Let's, it sounds um, like someone's going to lock us in this room, which is terrifying. That would be terrifying, but we can just turn the thing. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, let's look at this week's fixtures. 
So what have we got? So now? I want to know, Dan. Yes. How you think Crystal Palace will fare <laughs> away? Because I'm the Crystal Palace Oracle. At Old Trafford. Um, I think this. I'm going to say basically what I said last week. You think they'll sell really you know, defensively? It was hilarious to see Hodgson. Like he is such an irritating character. Seeing him interviewed after, he was. He seemed very like combative in his comments. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's not well. He's saying he, does, he doesn't kind of accept responsibility for it, and it reminds me of how his England career ended. But yeah, Crystal Palace. I think Man United. You're gonna start seeing them being a bit more crap in attack, and you know Hodgson has had some time. As much as I hate him as a manager, and um, he has had some time with the team now to get them a bit more organised. And I don't think Man United are anywhere near as free-flowing as City. So I think it's going to be Man United having to work hard, throwing Fellaini up front, trying to break them down. Like a 2-0, maybe. Yeah, I think 1-2-0. I mean, the difference is, when you get a goal in a game like that, yeah. it opens up, yeah. it changes the game. So if Man United can get a goal, I think it could be a 2-3-4-0. Mm. But if Man United aren't getting a goal, and it gets to 60, 70 minutes, that's when they're going to start to panic. So... Personally, I think it'll be fairly low scoring. I can't see Palace scoring. Palace for Spurs, lunchtime kickoff. Obviously, don't catch Spurs. Captain Kane, Captain Kane. Don't do it. <laughs> Literally opposite things that we're saying. Like, you can obviously do it because it's a good fixture for them. Yeah. Well, I think Huddersfield will just be super defensive. Yeah. Like, I'm. Oh my god, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I'm, I'm confident that Huddersfield won't be terrible. Yeah. Um, but I still don't think they'll be able to keep a clean sheet. Yeah. My, yeah, my my faith in... Yeah, I, I just feel like Huddersfield, this is their first, like, proper tough game yeah. that they're going to have. And Spurs, I didn't, I didn't feel like they've hit top gear at all. Yeah, I think they're going to get better over the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, there's precedent for this. Like, last season, yeah. they had a really good home record, but... At the start of the season, they were really struggling for goals and they were very solid defensively. Yeah. Um, they haven't really hit hit big numbers on goals so far yet. So I think they're slowly coming into it and I think they just have way too much for a team like Huddersfield in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. Again, it's going to be another one like the Man United Palace game and also like the Arsenal Brighton game where there's going to be a lot of Spurs having the ball and they're going to be passing it around and Huddersfield are going to be really resolute defensively until they concede. Yeah. So if they concede early, it could be a 3-4. Mm-hmm. But if they hold on, it might be a 1-0 or even a 0-0, like yeah. the Swansea game. But I would say, like, I'm going Kane captain again. I think he's the best option of all the players that I have. Yeah. Um, has the best fixture. Yeah. And I don't really worry. When it's Harry Kane, I don't worry about the 12-30. Yeah. The state of these three o'clock games on Saturday, they yeah. must be the most boring fixtures yeah. that you could physically put together. Yeah. Apart from Bournemouth well, Leicester, I think we'll see some Leicester goals. Maybe yeah. a Bournemouth goal, who knows? But like. There's not much that inspires here, is there? Stoke Southampton, 0 0. West Brom <laughs> Watford, 0 0. West Ham Swansea, 0 0. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did I come for? You know, I've got a bit of I've got a bit of a feeling for West Ham. Actually. I think West Ham will win it. After the way they played at the end of that game against Spurs, I've, 
they've shown that they can get goals against yeah. good teams at home. So. I think Hernandez is who I get in for Gabbiadini, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Do, are you not thinking of like downgrading to a cheaper one so that you can get like a hype midfielder or something? No. No. Right, Fair fun. enough. Got all the boys. Fair enough. Um, this this is a proper Premier League weekend, isn't it? It's like lots of teams who are evenly matched or similarly matched. Yeah. And it could be one of those when you're watching like school, uh, like soccer Saturday or whatever, and it gets to like sixty minutes and there's no goals. Yeah. <laughs> no goals have been scored, no, and you're just like, no, like. I think Stoke Southampton. I don't know. I think that'll be in it. Yeah. But. Watford, I reckon, will win it against West Brom, even though they're away from home. Yeah. And West Ham, I reckon, will win it at Swansea. But, like, n- none of those are fixtures where you're looking at anyone... And being like, and there's being a like, clear winner. Yeah. Other than maybe the Man United And you're game. not looking at any players who are like, oh, they're definitely going to score or they're definitely going to keep a clean sheet. Yeah. I mean, that that is the thing. When you have those nil-nil weekends, you're like, oh, it's cool, I've got loads of clean sheets. And then you're like... Wait, but everyone else who has players in every team that yeah. played this week has clean sheets too, so I'm not getting ahead. But at least we ramp up 5-3, BT Sport. That is a banger of a, a game. Two teams in red-hot form. Chelsea, Chelsea and City. Yeah, at the bridge. Sick the boys. Bridge. Let's do it. Let's do the goals. And this is it. I, I, think, I think Jesus has got to get the nod for this one. Um, I'm not sure if Aguero will play as well. He probably will because he's in good form, isn't I'd he? I assume that's what happens. But I think Jesus will start this one. Mm. Um, I don't know if that sees maybe it's going to be Sterling or Sane dropped to the bench, if that's the case. I mean, I'm, I'm basing this on just my own sort of opinion, yeah. really. So well, I mean, it sounds legit. Don't, don't shout at me if, if Pep goes mad, but... Yeah, I think maybe one of those two gets benched for this because he wants his, his big dog, yeah. Jesus... Um, and Chelsea are going to be a team who are hard to break down. I don't think Sane is going to get as, anywhere near as much space. Yeah. And we saw Chelsea against Spurs earlier in the season defend really resolutely, had a really good performance, and, and just nicked it, essentially. Yeah. And I think Conte is a very, very good manager at doing that. Um, so I think this could be a, a, a closely ran game. Um, Sunday matches. Super Sunday. We have three games. We have Arsenal Brighton, twelve o'clock kickoff, which means I'd have to get up well early on a Sunday. It is so early, I can't believe that again reeks to me of one of those where old old Houghton sets up his defence. He watches Arsenal get frustrated for ninety minutes. We can get some Bucks Fizz and some Bellini, some peach Bellinis. Like breakfast Bellinis. It's like champagne and peach, I think. So we could get drunk at breakfast. So, yeah, it's breakfast, breakfast alcohol. See, like that's cool because I'm already up. Stuff. It's not going to send me to sleep, is it? Oh my God, let's do it. I'm there. I'm at your house All right, cool. with the champagne. So we're, we're doing Super Sunday, lads. Anyone want to join? Feel free to email us. I mean, it should on paper be an awesome yeah. win, right? Yeah. Um, it's, I would be surprised if it was a thrashing. Um, Arsenal are struggling to get in gear at the moment. And Lacazette is still sort of learning to play with his teammates, so maybe a low-scoring sort of 1-2-0, but I'd expect Arsenal to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Everton-Burnley looks like a boring game, yeah. that's for sure. Chris Wood on the score sheet, props. Yeah, you, yeah. Everton can't defend, like... That's a good point. I didn't even think about Chris Wood. I was thinking about will Burnley keep a clean sheet, but I think... I think they will. <laughs> I think they might, Yeah, <laughs> yeah I... I mean, Burnley are away from home, which last year was the curse, but this year just looks like they're mm. amazing. Like, 
Burnley just look like a really, really well-drilled, solid team who are going to get results wherever they go. Yeah. Newcastle-Liverpool, that's an interesting one. So obviously the return of Rafa Benitez, who... You won't know this, but... <laughs> oh, I know uh, but Rafa Benitez won the Champions League with Liverpool. Oh. Uh, back in, I think, 2004. Um, yeah, a long time been, ago. So there's, there's a bit of narrative. So I think Rafa will be extra motivated to try and win this one. Right. And uh, with Lascelles coming up to take a... Well, not to take a corner. Richie taking those corners and Lascelles going up to try and head it in. Mm. Liverpool in this narrative about their bad defending from corners. I, I don't know. You like it. I reckon Lascelles might, might nab a goal. Mm. But yeah, this... This is one of those that is probably going to end up being nil-nil when you think it's going to be like 3-2. Yeah. Uh, but I say, yeah, I have no idea. It's the return of Mane. I guess that's a big, yeah. the big talking point here is the return of Rafa and the t- return of Mane. Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty decent on the Sunday, I think. That's, considering this week we just had Newcastle-Brighton. Yeah, we're going to get some This is a good in. Sunday. It's going to be lit. It's a good Sunday. Let's do it. Um, clean sheet cup. Clean sheet cup. All what right. So last week's clean sheet cup results. Sorry, everyone. Let's do that first. In case you've forgotten. Yeah. So Dan went for a nil-nil, Brighton Newcastle, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it was a good goal from uh, from Brighton. Bad yeah. defending Newcastle, but you know. And it was a shame to lose that point. You win some, you lose some. Um, he who must not be named um, <laughs> went for Man City. Obviously got a point. Um, and I went for Burnley and got a point. So <laughs> the tallies. So, Anne is currently on four points, I'm on two and Dan on one. At least I'm off the mark. Maybe Anne will be the clean sheet team this week, maybe he won't. Yeah. So we might get to We get should start around. deducting points for, for non... For every time he misses the podcast. Yeah. yeah we could. We definitely could. <laughs> um, it's my podcast now. <laughs> so I'm going to go... No, who are you going to go for? Alright, so I'm going to say... Um... I was going to say Stoke. Yeah. Because Southampton won't score. And then I just remembered that Stoke don't have any defenders to play. Yeah, I wonder if any of them are back next week. I don't know. I can't bother to look. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have recommended Stoke defenders, so I don't really have this knowledge. But is there a psychological term for this? When you keep losing, so you keep going for bigger bets. Like bigger yeah, gambles. there definitely is, but I don't know what it is. Because that's what I'm on. I'm like, I want to call another nil-nil, mm. but it's not worked for me so far. And I feel like getting points on the board might be the shrewd move. So, who am I going to go for? It's it's going to be Spurs for me. Okay. It's going to be Spurs. Because I was going to go for Spurs, but it's fair to let you go first because yeah. you're behind. It's a nice so just, boring one. just Spurs. I think it's safe. I think it's... I actually think it's the only safe one. Don't you think Man United's a bit of a safe one? No. You reckon Palace have it in them to get a goal? They've, like, they have... They haven't scored in so long. They have to get a goal at Is that a fallacy? That the longer something doesn't happen, the more likely it is to happen? I don't know, but it has to happen at some point. I might go for Watford. Right, I like it. Kiko Femenia up in here. I, I want that to happen. I don't know the last time West Brom scored, but... I guess it wasn't that recent. Um, yeah, I'm they haven't it. scored today. I mean, it would be very recent if they... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay, I'm going to say Watford. All right. Because why not? I might change my mind. Yeah, they have looked pretty dangerous. Just just let us know. Let us know on the Twitter if you change your mind. So I guess this will, this will be the end. So if you want to get in contact with us, we'd love feedback, questions. Uh, do you have any, any issues with your teams? 
do you still have Gabby and Dini? Do you Even have any issues full stop? We, we'll, we we'll, can do an agony aunt section. We'll listen. We'll talk about your life, we'll talk about your fantasy team, we'll talk about what you want. But uh, yeah, you can hit us up at hello at thedenalysis.com or on the Twitter. At the Denalysis. Yeah. I was I mentioned that I was going to mention this, I might cut it out on the podcast, who knows? But he's just retweeted me, so I'm going to yeah. mention it. We should just shout out to Joel Baker. Who that? Who does he does music? Yeah. He's a really great guy. Yeah. Joel Baker released an EP a little while ago, like a month or so two ago, and there is a line. There are two specific lines about football. Hmm. One of which is, and they're like proper wet love songs. One of them is, um, and now my Joe Hart's missing a catch. <laughs> and I love. Now my Joe Hart's. That is great. I love that line so much. That deserves a shout out. And also, um, there's a line, I can't remember it word for word, but it's to the effect of, like, I'd miss Match of the Day for you. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh wow. no, get someone who can watch Match of the Day with you. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. Like, this is, this is exactly not the life to lead. Like, I need to catch Match of the Day, man. Yeah. So, lads, let's wrap this up for good this time. <laughs> Please. It's been a pleasure. Um... I guess we haven't organised a day next week. I'm going to say... Well, we don't know if we're international break next week. Oh, of course. So no idea how many podcasts we're doing or when they'll be up. Yeah, we'll definitely do a review of the game week. We'll definitely right? do at least one yeah. podcast. That is for certain. Yeah. But uh, it will be a surprise yeah. for everyone, <laughs> including yeah. us. I think your suggestion earlier was we do two. We, we might do, do two. a game week review, and then after the international break, we do... Looking ahead. Yep. Because then we'll know if we're giving you information two weeks in advance and then all of those players get injured. So yeah, we'll we'll probably be back, I imagine, next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Way nice nice little classy old man one there for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening if you've made it this far. Uh, don't forget to email us and tweet us and follow us and love us. What? And you can rate and subscribe to us oh, on iTunes. How did I forget? So I forgot last week, you forgot this week. This is it though, this is teamwork. Oh, at least we've got each other. We're developing our chemistry. Hashtag who needs Aunt Giannagini. <laughs> should, should we try starting a hashtag? Just me and you? No. Just going... <laughs> I, I did start, you know, that's the story for another day when people actually care. Bye everyone! <laughs> Bye, thank you.